Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Your friend in banking. FDIC. It's a member FDIC. Yeah, you member. messed that up. Wes is not here. part. I know. Wes isn't here. You messed it up. <laughs> oh, well. It's okay. We tried. Yeah. So, anyways, Neil and Sean here tonight, the OGs. Yep. Or the OP. The OP. Right? That's the original podcast. The original podcasters. Yep. Um, we are joined tonight by the cross-country team. We have Coach Krista Reeves. And seniors Taylor Page and Drew Thompson. Thank you all for Welcome, guys. joining. Welcome, guys. Woo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> so the first time we've had uh, had you all on the show so far since we started this coaches thing. And we've been trying to go through all of the different uh, categories and cross-country. Neil's son runs cross-country, so we thought perfect time to be doing that. You're right in the middle of the season. How's things going? Um, we're actually really excited for the season. Um, we started out strong and, um, for the first time in a while, our top five runners for boys and girls, um, are being really competitive. They're finishing really closely together. And so we just had a team meeting yesterday at the beginning of practice. And, um, after our last meet Saturday, I went home and was comparing to other um, teams teams in our region. Our region is one of the toughest regions in the state. Of course. Yeah. Our regions are always the yeah, toughest. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> so if you do well here, you're, you're doing well in the state. And so I was comparing, you know, to other teams in our region. And so um, the girls and boys both are really close to being able to, I believe, qualify for state this year. And so I was telling them yesterday, you know, about we need to keep chipping away at those times, stay healthy, and just keep going. So... 
Right now so, it's looking good. Now, is that an individual and a team thing, or or only individual, or only team, or? It, it's both. Like um, I was talking to him yesterday, and so with cross country, it's um, you can have however many one runners you know you want on your team. I mean, you can have a lot. Like some of the races um, for varsity, I mean, it's unlimited. I can enter as many as we have. And then some, like Bria here in a couple weeks, um, they cut it at top seven, so I can only put seven. Everyone else has to go in the JV race. Um, for um, region, you can put 10 on a list, and then you have to pick that day. Like, I literally have to go to the meet and circle the ones that are running, the seven that are running. Now, your top five, the ones that come in first, are your team score. You want a low score um, to qualify. So... For instance, with like the boys, um, I was telling them they need to be chasing Great Crossing this Saturday at the meet. We're going to Double S Stampede in Georgetown. And um, they're looking competitive with other teams in our region, so they could go as a team, but then they can also qualify individually. You get your PR time, you know, individually. And so, like, Drew right now is an 1801, and he's about <clears throat> to break sub 18, which is awesome. And he has a good chance of qualifying for state individually, even if the tank team doesn't qualify. Cool. I know that Saturday, Drew, you uh, fin- crossed the finish line, and you were like, God, 18, 18.01, I'm so close. <laughs> like, how can I? So is, has that been your goal all year to get under 18 minutes? Yeah, it has. I um, I went into the season, you know, I wanted a sub-18. And you know, my grandfather ran cross-country in, in high school and college, and uh, he mentioned something about a 17:30, and so that kind of became my goal. But going into the season, yeah. Okay. Now, have you been to state before? I've not. So no. th- this would be your first opportunity. Senior yes. year. Um, we have goal <coughs> sheets. I have goal sheets after the meets. Like I'll actually after a meet, like on my way home, I look at results and I'm writing down their times for each meet. And um, what's awesome is that a lot of our runners, I mean, those times just keep getting faster and faster and faster. And his original goal he wrote on that sheet was 1730. And so he's getting closer and closer. He was really wanting to get that sub-18 this time. He was a little mad at himself. But he got a medal, too, which is awesome. Right. You, so you finished top 30 at the Mason County meet. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. So – what do you what do you have to do to get to that seventeen thirty? Is it just conditioning, or is it pacing, or is it just like knowing when to kick in the extra gas and hoping that you have it? I mean, for me, it's finding someone to to run with. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, I was you know uh, running with the team, and that really helped um, build up the the speed at the beginning um and this past saturday i found a couple runners during the race to want to run with and you know you don't want to get passed by them so i kept motivation yeah i kept with them and that really did help push me to that 1801 nice nice now krista the way you talk about this i'm guessing you ran cross country in high school well, I actually ran track. That was my big thing. I qualified for state in the 400 um, my senior year Okay. back in eastern Kentucky. Not as competitive as central Kentucky here. But um, I ran cross country some, but it wasn't like this. You know, I mean, Lawrence County barely has a team most of the time. <laughs> and so I, I ran track. Now, I got into distance running um, in college, and later on I did some half marathons and stuff. So that was more of me staying in shape and pushing myself and, you know, gotcha. still doing stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, Taylor, what about you? Now, how Drew says he likes to try to find somebody to run with, 
what is your what 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 do you try to do? You just try to be the fastest version of yourself. You pick somebody else, like hey, I want to try to keep up with them. Going into to to a race, what what is your mindset? My main goal for like literally every race, it's um, more of a just stay calm and just keep going, trying to persevere through the hurting and through every struggle that there is through the race. Well, and you know, I'm a fairly new cross country parent, and it's still crazy to me that you'll see. I mean, even in the varsity races, like you can, there's people that are struggling, yeah, like, yeah. and and I mean, and then the young guys, so they because they run as little as kindergarten. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the and and of course they don't run, they don't run a five k, <laughs> but you'll see. I mean, just sobbing, just <laughs> like crying, running. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And then you know you get up to the varsity in Ashland a couple weeks ago. There were kids throwing up as they were running, mm-hmm. bloody nose, just and they just keep it's it's, it's crazy. So, you know, like, I grew up playing soccer. Soccer was my sport. I switched to goalie because I hated running. (laughs) I was like, what position can I switch to that I have to run the least? And that's where I went. I mean, now you have Skylar. And, like, Skylar, like, he'll come home and he's just nonchalantly like, yeah, we ran eight miles today. I'm like, eight miles? (laughs) What are you doing? So, you all, since Skylar has come out, even before, you all have my... Utmost respect because what you all do, I never could. Well, and and I've really focused on the word hurting that she said there because yeah. I, I mean, obviously you can look at this physique. I don't do a lot of running. Right, right. Maybe run into the buffet bar. Or right, something. right, right. <laughs> but it it's painful. I've right. run a couple of five Ks. Well, I we're, fast we're, walked. We're gonna say of, run. You've yeah. done five Ks. Yeah, I have done a couple of five Ks. In under an hour, so I'm proud of that. Okay. Um, but it was painful, and, yeah. and it was, and I don't want to ever do it again. Um, but I, I, it is one of those sports that you just have to love to do it, right? Because it is – it's just one thing. You're just running, right? I mean, it's not like you're jumping over hurdles or wrestling with anyone or shooting a basketball or anything like that. You're just running. But – the biggest thing about cross country is it's not just in a circle. It's not on a track. Yeah. It it's up and down and hills and mm-hmm. and I would think in you know knock on wood injury wise that could be you know very costly because you never know where a hole's going to oh, yeah. be or you know a rock that's out of place somewhere. So do do you practice these tracks at all or is it just like the you're there you're there? We um. A lot of the teams will send a map out and or when we go get to a race, I'll be like, you all need to go do your warm up run. And so they usually will try to get in a mile or so, maybe even up to two miles before they even race. Break a sweat. Go go drop two miles before we get started running. <laughs> yeah. And so they warm up. And so when they're warming up, they usually will try to get on the course and at least get, you know, yeah. some bearings for the course. A lot of these courses, we do some of the same ones every year. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, like, East Carter's going to be a new course, so I'm going to – hopefully they'll send us a map. If not, it's going to be, okay, your warm-up run, we're looking to see where are we starting, where are we finishing, you know, yeah. what are the main turns and stuff. That, was it – Neil, was it you that told me that, that they start out with, like, a four-wheeler or something in front? And they, they – you and they didn't at Mason County, and I was no, totally thrown off by yeah. that. But there typically is a pace vehicle yeah. that – because – a lot of these people have never been to the tracks, so never been to the courses before. So yeah. it leads the way. So you just follow 
the the kid that usually sets the pace in the beginning follows the vehicle, and everybody else just follows that kid. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like cattle. You just go the same direction. So is it multiple laps? Uh, it depends on the course. Like yeah. at our home course, the Warpath, we have to do two because it's about yeah. a mile and a half. So two laps for that one. Um, some courses are not. Like Bourbon County was our second meet. That's just uh, one lap. And that's where region will be. So we've yeah. already ran that, and we've ran it in the years past. So they know that course. So it's not exactly like you can – you know, have four laps on this course, oh, and you Lord, take no. the first one to kind of go, okay, I could pick up some pace here, <laughs> you know, I could do this, or, you know, and, and by the time you get to that third or fourth lap, you're like, all right, you know exactly where those curves are and what you're doing. No. So it's just like, nope. good luck out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Hope you don't die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been times, I mean, I've had, because I've been doing this for a while now, I started out as an elementary coach, Hopi uh, Newkirk actually asked me to be her elementary coach and years ago, and I told her And you yes. don't tell Hopi no. Yeah, you don't tell Hopi no. <laughs> well, she told me, I, I was literally at the beach on vacation when she called me, and she asked me, you know, hey, you know, would you want to be an elementary coach? And I was going back and forth like, oh, you know, I was already helping as an assistant track coach. And she was like, you have two daughters already here. I mean, and I was like, oh, okay, you know. And, <laughs> Here I am years later. <laughs> but, there you go. Yeah, so that's how she got me into it. So this week we run at Georgetown. Yep. So I'm going to ask uh, Taylor and Drew, whenever you, like this weekend, have you already in your mind thought about back to the previous seasons uh, running at this course and try to re- re- remember what it's like and, you know, well, I can, I can, you know, Sean was talking about, you know, you don't get those extra laps, but you kind of memorize the course. It's like, well, I can make up speed here. Like, how, what's your thought process as you get ready to go into a race, especially at a course that you've been at before? Um, for me, it's, it's mainly just going through the course in my mind, like, like, I'm the person running the course in my mind. I'm just going through it. And I, I just try to have a goal in mind. Right. Um, and, you know, with each specific course, there's some hard parts. Um, in Georgetown, there's this really big hill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd, you know, I'm thinking about how I'm going to push up that. And and they have to do it twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, thanks, coach. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for it. <laughs> second, second time will be a lot harder than the first time. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, Taylor, I want to point out, too, she was talking about hurting earlier. She's also a soccer player, her and her sister Shelby, uh, her twin sister. And so usually when they come to me, like they've been at soccer, they're trying to do both. In fact, like Saturday they ran cross-country a 5K, and then they went and played a soccer game. Like they do that a lot. And so she's constantly also battling, you know, injuries from soccer and tired. Like her feet hurt a lot from her cleats. I wonder why. (laughs) Now (laughs) – is, is Georgetown, is that the course that, as spectators, we run back and forth across the field a couple times? Or There's one course we ran at last year that you could... Uh, yeah, I think this is the one, because they'll start... They'll start in one big... At the top, at, and, run, and then they go like out, and then back down that hill. And the parents run back and forth like four times, and they come because back, you can see them in different yeah, points. Yeah, back up, up the other side of the hill. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. I bet you love that, don't you, Neil? Well... Last year, it's not too bad when I'm there by myself. But when they're, but when I have the other five and we're trying to get across, like it's, it's, it's like no a, bueno. Like a trail of ducklings. Yeah, it's I, it's it's hurting cats. We just I tell them a direction <laughs> and we go. So Taylor, how long have you been running? 
This will be my seventh year. Okay. Have you done soccer that whole time too? Yes. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> what about you, Drew? It's also my seventh year. Okay. Wow. Well, so it's second nature to you now, then. Really? And, and you play tennis? I do. Yes. And did I hear you're in the band? I'm not. In, I'm in the orchestra. Orchestra. Sorry. Sorry. Listen, Jeez, orchestra people on. get bent out of shape if you yeah. say band. It's not band. It's orchestra. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, so, I mean, you you both are pretty pretty committed to cross country. Any chances you're going to run in college? Um, I don't plan to. Okay. I mean, I've maybe thought about it a little, but probably not. Okay. I'm about the same. Um, if I find a good school that has offered me a good amount, I might consider it, but I don't really plan on it. Hey, scholarship money is one of those things that doesn't grow on trees. So if you if there's an availability for it, yeah, I'll run. Just give me your money. <laughs> well, yeah. and I've had uh, coaches reach out to me from, like, KCU, and then um, Georgetown just emailed me today, like, asking to talk to specific runners. Like, they both actually had offers already you know and um I'm, i still get coaches that are contacting me i mean that's we're only awesome. halfway through the season that's fantastic yeah. and i mean it, it's one of those and my my youngest daughter is a freshman at eku mm-hmm. and you know it, it she was approached by a, a couple of colleges on uh, when she was on the bowling team here um she, uh, unfortunately eku doesn't offer bowling and that's where oh, she wanted yeah. to go but um but i thought that was kind of cool oh, yeah. right and and then, you know, ultimately, the school has to fit. Your curriculum that you want to go to school for has to fit. So if all that kind of works together, and, hey, by the way, I can run and get some, some free cash, I mean, it, 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 it works out. I mean, and that's one of the things we like to talk to all the kids that come on the show is, you know, because that's a big deal. Oh, yeah. And uh, we've had several Montgomery County kids that are getting – Scholarship offers across the board, right? Yeah. And and I mean that's that's kind of a cool thing. Um, the rule is the number one way to become the Kimsoft Athlete of the Week is to sign a uh, or is to get a uh, sign a letter of intent. Really? To to go to college. Um, well, and then speaking of uh, Ava Plum, I was going to say we were getting ready to talk. Yeah, a shameless Ava Plum plug here, right? <laughs> I can't leave her out. She's a, she's our diva. Now, has she she's qualified for state two years in a row? Um, she has qualified since now. She didn't come to me till her freshman year, but she's qualified for the past three years. Okay, with us, yeah. Um, and I'm thinking she might have her eighth grade year too. Like she came in hot from Georgetown, like ready to go. Yeah, and she's our little fireball. Like. Well, I mean, she she was this week's athlete or Kimsoft athlete of the week, uh, and Neil like kind of dropped some stats on us. She had what a ninth place, a seventh place, and two I mean, seconds she, in the in, last four. In four meets this year, she hasn't yeah. finished lower than ninth. So, who's that one in front of her that she can't get to? <laughs> Those that there's one from Round County. Like we know them all by name. Like the ones that she's chasing. Um, and with her, like we talked through too. Like she's a Ava's such a strong athlete, and um, she's actually was she's very excited. She just went to center this last Wednesday and talked with the coach, and she's 
So she's, she's looking to, to she's run in school. really interested in center yeah. now, which yeah. is exciting for me because there was a while last year she got a little burnout and um, we had to work through some stuff. And uh, she was saying she wasn't really interested in it then. But she's come back now. And I think she's she's in a better place mentally because yeah. she'll get so down on herself. And you can tell, like, before a race, a lot of them do, you know, like, oh, I don't feel good or, oh, I'm tired or, oh, I'm tight or this course is crazy or, you know, it's hot outside. And I'm like, we got to quit that. You go out there and do what you can, you know, just. And so she is doing better with that this year. Yeah. Like, well, and, you know, cross country, uh, I, I feel like I've learned so much. It's a, and, 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 I, and I hope you two would agree, it's a sport where you're part of a team but you're competing really against yourself. Like you, you, you try to beat the time that you posted. You know, Drew posted in eighteen oh one this week without a doubt, without even asking him. His goal is to be under eighteen minutes. Like, like I know right. that. Right. Uh, and I have no doubt that come the end of the season, you're going to hit that seventeen thirty. But um, your mom said something early on. And it's that Drew's goal was to qualify the boys to help the boys qualify for state. Is that is that still your goal? Yes, it is. Do you think that's an achievable goal? I think it still is. Um, I think our times have been getting down um, quite a bit. They they aren't where they need to be. I did um, some calculations early in the season to see like about where we needed to be. No. Um, we aren't there yet, but I think we can still get there okay taylor what about on the girls side dude i mean do we have a chance to qualify as a team for 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 state i truly do think that we can especially where all of our especially younger athletes are running these amazing times and still chipping off these seconds minutes and okay so being the fact that it is a team sport somewhat Uh and taylor has some soccer in her Taylor, we're going to need you to trip that girl from Rowan County, <laughs> so so Ava gets out gets out ahead of her a little bit and see if she can catch her at that point. I'm kidding. Yeah. I am certain, not slightly, really slightly kidding. But, um, but I don't know if you were going to ask the question we always ask. But talking about the the the, the younger runners on right. the team, is has anybody on the girls or boys side kind of stood out to you that's on the younger side? You're like, wow, that's somebody that's going to be great for the program coming coming soon. Of me. Um, Anybody? Any of them? Yeah. Um, well, like Scholar, Scholar Payne, he's just seventh grade and he's, what was he, our fourth? Uh, he Two weeks ago, he was uh, fourth he, boy on the team this last Saturday. Fourth line, but I think he passed Tucker in Ashland yeah. and he ended up third. He did. Or and, no, 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 I think he's been fourth both times. He was behind both the Johnson boys. Okay. I think. Yeah, Elijah and Everett. Yep. Um, yeah, so. Scholar and he just started running last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, like they were saying, they've been running for seven years. And, like, Bailey, my oldest daughter, has been doing this since fourth grade. Like, Elizabeth, I think, started in second grade. She's an eighth grader. Um, my youngest, Ellie, runs. She's been, she she did pre-K races at some of these meets. They'll have little fun runs, and she did some of those. So, it's like an ongoing thing. So, Scholar Payne is one of them that I'm really excited about. Um Riley Salmons, he's in the eighth grade. Man, he's a little rocket. Well, and I told Riley's mom uh, after after the Mason County meet uh, because Skyler and Riley the past two races have just been neck and neck. Um, and I said, I, f- I feel like that's going to be their burden is that 
and it's yeah, going to be good though yeah. because they push each other. Like they they're yeah. they're both at that level that neither one of them wants to lose to the other person. Right. Oh, it's yeah. like I don't care to lose to somebody from Round County. I'm you're not beating me. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's the that's 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 the mindset that yeah. they both have. And and that's how they get faster. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like Drew said earlier, I find somebody to run with and that's who I want to beat. Well, right? I mean, at Bourbon County, and I don't know if coach remembers this, Riley had led oh, Skyler yeah. the entire time. Skyler was about I don't know, 10, 10 strides behind him. Yep. And you can see the finish line. The and, finish and, line. And Skyler's like, I thought to myself that I still had some left in the tank. I remember so you telling me about that. he sprinted, and he, by maybe a step. And oh, yeah. and there's a picture of Riley. You can there look at him, and he's looking picture. at him like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I've been beating you the entire time. There he is. Well, there's a picture yeah, of Riley looking at him. He's like, like what, what well, are you doing? I remember because you were telling me about it, and, and you're like, Skyler was just like, huh? Felt like I had a little more left. Felt in like me. I had a little yep. left. Yep. And I, I mean, I could, I could see that. You know, you get close, and you're like, man, there's just, there's one more person that can I pass them before we get to the finish line? Yeah. And it's that adrenaline, and the, you know, the thing about it is, is the person in front, Riley, he isn't thinking that way, right? He's thinking, ah, he's in my rear view. He, you know, he's not coming. Well, and I want to ask. So it looks like from a from a spectator sport or position, spot, whatever the wording is there, that the runner that starts out that sets the pace, like I know Mason County, the kid from Dunbar that set the pace, he never gave that up. So is that the case a lot of times? If you can get out early and set that pace, that you have a good chance to win? I mean, there's just, like, there's some amazing runners. Like, I think he finished with, like, a six- Fifteen forty seven. Fifteen forty seven. Okay. Not that not yeah. that I'm a not yeah, that I'm a no, time, time hawk or nothing. Or yeah. Yeah. I mean there's some especially with the guys in our region like amazing times. Yeah. And so you just it, it's like a sprint the entire time. You just have to go for it. And like I don't know if Drew's noticed or not, but when I'm watching him run now, like that is clicking in. There's no room for you to just settle in mm-hmm. and jog. Like, this is an all-out, you are swinging your arms, you are using your entire body, and you are propelling yourself forward that entire time. Yeah. Well, and, you know, so Skyler starting out last year, and he just did, you know, the middle school stuff, and he would run he would run a mile. His strategy was, I'm going to run as fast as I can, as hard as I can, for as long as I can. <laughs> and, then- and hopefully that gets me somewhere close to the finish line. <laughs> so... You know, some things, and of course, again, I told you all earlier, I don't have a running background. But I I understand athletics. I understand how these things work. And I told him, I was like, you realize that you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Now, no. if we get you to the point that you can just full out sprint a 5K, mm-hmm. Coach Reeves is going to think you're the greatest oh, thing yeah, since sliced bread. Let's, let's, let's go. We're good. But... <laughs> I said it's just not possible. So, so, so we've had to, we've had to, we've had to taper those. Like, yeah. you, you need a different strategy. Like yeah. that strategy works if you're going to run a mile or less. When you get up to five k, oh, no. it's not going to work no. anymore. So, you know, for for Taylor and Drew, when you start running, do you do you just try to just find a spot? Do you want to get out? You know, ahead of people because I have seen times where you know you just kind of get mucked up. That you know, especially going around curves and things and turns, you, everybody just kind of there's just a big glob of people and people fall and all the things. So, what's your favorite position to get into whenever you all start are starting? I tend to start off a bit too quick. I try <laughs> to, you know, that once the gun goes off, like I'm it, it's on. I'm 
and so I'm off to the races and um looking at my mile splits my first mile is usually pretty quick and then my second mile and third mile aren't as quick right but I tend to try to be more in the front at the beginning okay Taylor uh, more of my strategy is like, yeah, you get out fast, but I go towards the sides. So if I were to get in a big clump of people, I can still go around them. Okay. I'm glad you said that because one of the, my thoughts was, is like, if you're coming towards a curve and you see this big group of people, you, you know, you kind of like would want to try to go out wide mm-hmm. so you don't fall over somebody if they do fall. I'm, I'm sure it's just kind of like horse racing at times if they get oh, all yeah. clogged up you know mm-hmm. go to the outside and try to try to pass around that so now, so and and i've just been wondering and i ask i ask skyler this and you know he's a 13 year old boy and he's like <laughs> oh, no, we just run right and he's uh, so for one cross country is one of the most supportive sports i've ever been around i mean everybody cheers for everybody and i think it goes back it's what you all it, it's it's hard like not every you know there's no real body shape to play softball or baseball or foot like you can, but like you kind of got to be enjoy running I guess maybe I don't know <laughs> but so there's not anybody can do it I guess is what I'm saying not everybody right not everybody can yeah. do it but it's it's so supportive do you all hear that like when you're running, are are you just so focused on the finish, or do you hear the people cheering for you? You know, if if if, if Coach Reeves or Coach Allison's there, you know, do they do you hear people that shout your time out? Do you like, or are you just zoned in on what you're doing? I think it depends on where I am in the race. Uh-huh. You know, at some points I'm really focused, and at other points, you know, when people are cheering, I hear that. Um, but it's not just the the spectators that cheer. It's you know, it's some of the runners cheer like. Um, once the girls are done running, they'll come su- uh, support us. Once the boys are done running, like we'll support them. And even during the race, the runners who are running will like say good job or keep going when they see someone struggling. So it's it's really supportive. Well, if you ever hear somebody that says good job, kid, that's probably me. That's my go to because I'm awful with names. I recognize faces. So now you know Drew and Taylor. I'll probably have your I'll probably have your name down. But prior to that, it was "Let's go, kid." So if you hear somebody yelling "Let's go, kid," that's probably me. Not even a "Let's go, Moco." No, it's just "kid," <laughs> and 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 like it'll be like, and I and I'll say that for every runner that comes through, and uh and I'm sure everybody's like, "What? Who's he, who's he talking to? Who's whose kid is he talking to?" And I just talk to them all. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? So so. How do you track the times of all of these runners at the same time? Um, well, you see, when they finish, it tells you what they ran in. Yeah, but you just said something about <laughs> them uh, shouting out times when they come by. Well, you, you well, especially if they come around, and and it, not necessarily our coaches, but oh, there okay. are people that'll be like, you know. Well, with me, like, yeah, Saturday at Mason County, like, my watch is going, and so they're running through, and I'm tracking it now. You're not supposed to really. Per case, just double a yell out their times during a race. You're not supposed to have your phone out, all this stuff. 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, especially when you get to region, like, you know, there's very strict rules about all of that. So I try not to yell times out. Now I will sometime, 
if they ask me to. I mean, there's other coaches from other counties that do it all the time. Now, now can you have like a watch and time yourself? You cannot have. You can wear like yeah. Yeah, but it can't be transmitting to like a phone or anything else. Like you can't be using that, you know, like from an outside source. But you yeah. can which, have a watch. Which kind of like what kind of performance enhancing is that? Like because I because yeah, really. like there's people that like to run with like Earbuds. music or oh, like no, you can't do that. I know, but yeah. like why? <laughs> Safety. I, Per KHSAA, you may not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Julian Tackett's not the sharpest dude, okay? Well, and I can say I that. I did not say no, that. No, she didn't. I did. I, and I was wondering, I was like, you know, you know, do you just pop your earbuds in and have a playlist? But then I was like, ah, oh, you probably wouldn't want that phone jogging around. No. Or, yeah. you then know. you can't hear me yelling at you that you need to. Or yeah. me say, let's go, kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I, would, I would have to have some sort of a mental – Okay, you know, I just hit the one mile mark, and I'm, you know, I would have to have that for my motivation purposes. Because, like he said, well, go. He goes, I do really well on my first, but I don't do as well on my second. Well, the only way he's going to know that is if he's got some way to track it. Drew wears a watch, and he wears it while he runs. Do you wear a watch? I do not. My son has a watch, (laughs) and Coach Reeves will tell you most time in the start line, he's like, oh, here, and he takes it off and throws it to somebody. (laughs) What are you doing, dummy? I, I gave it to you so you can track yourself. Well, sometimes it gets them in trouble, though. Like, Drew, earlier in the season, um, they didn't record a time at the finish, and I had to go back and have them check video and stuff because you have your bib number on, and that's like they've got the video watching that. And so he put his hands in front of his bib number to stop the watch. Like, a lot of them do that. And so it's like, no, you have to hold your arms up. So if we see Drew running with his hands above his head, he's stopping his watch. (laughs) He's not dying. He's stopping his watch. Well, you know, it's silly because I I went to um, middle school uh, girls game a couple of weeks ago, right? The the day that we had all of the sports on the uh, rec bowl day. Yeah. And we're in the third quarter, and a, a girl gets fouled, and she's going to the free throw line. And the ref comes over and takes her little wristband and, and says, you can't have that. And they take it over to the coach. And I'm like, she's played with that for two and a half quarters. You're just now noticing it because she shot a free throw. And I'm like, if you hadn't, if you didn't notice that from the beginning, right. she's had it on the whole game. Right. I saw it. Right. So Everybody what, else saw it. What point is that now? Yeah. Why, why take it off now? And, and I'm like, what is that going to do? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Silly. Well, I mean, in track, like, there's been a lot of different rules and cross-country. They've just recently changed to where you can have jewelry on. Yeah. I would love to know what the what the potential cheating could be <laughs> by wearing AirPods and listening to music. I'd love to know. Well, what but, the, like, like, like you, just, you just answered your own question, though, but. I'd say. A lot of it's, a lot of it's Bluetooth, so you'd have to have, somebody would have to be running beside you with the phone, like. <laughs> And I'm not doing that. Hey, kid. Good job, kid. Good job, kid. <laughs> what song you want next, kid? So, uh, this is, see, see what I get to put up with. Um, so, couple, couple, couple questions. Uh, one is, what course are you all looking forward to running the most? Is there a course that you prefer? Like, oh, maybe, I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's hard. Maybe it's, Maybe it's because it's got a real steep hill. Last year I struggled with it. I want to. Maybe it's flat. Like Ashland was super flat. I could see Ashland being a course that I would really like to run. <laughs> um, what course is your favorite course to run? 
my favorite course was Powell County. We didn't get to go to that. Yeah, one I know. Year. That's the that's the one race my son won last year. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, Thanks a lot. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was he, it was 150. Yeah, yeah. Why can't they run? <laughs> <laughs> but I've always had consistent good times there, and it just was always motivating at that meet. Well, and you know that's a course that, or it's it's a meet that. It's small. Not a lot of your not a lot of your heavy yeah. hitters come. Yeah. So so we get to post good times. So I mean, yeah. like like yeah. that's that's a good like motivation thing because I know I know yeah. uh, Skyler came home from that and he was like grinning ear to ear. He, he could have been the only kid running, and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. But it, you know, we're, 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 because it's, I mean, it's such a confidence sport. You oh, have yeah. to you have it, to have confidence. Yeah. So yeah. Drew, what about you? I personally, I love Ashland. Okay. You mentioned that one, but for the meets we have coming up, Berea. I've heard about the Berea course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got to like, be doing the like you all run course. through a, a creek or something, don't you? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. So, is there a course that you kind of got in the back of your mind? You're like, that's the one that I can compete for that seventeen thirty. That's probably Berea for yeah. me. That's the one I'm looking at. So, will the creek not slow you down? It wasn't very high last year. A couple of years ago, it was, you know, we were splashing It'll be four foot deep. <laughs> <laughs> They're swimming through. Yeah. No, I, I'm at that meet because they do. They run through a field, like out through a field, back and come across the creek. I stand on the other side of the creek. Watch your feet. Watch your feet. Watch, don't, don't fall. Keep, okay, good. Watch your feet. Watch your what? Yeah. Keep going. Okay, yeah. good. Like as each one of them come across. Yeah. Like, okay, don't fall. <laughs> so. Last question, and because you're both seniors, what do you want to do with your life? Have we? I mean, we're close. Oh. You know, you don't want to think about you don't want to think about graduation, but you do kind of want to think about graduation. I don't know if either one of you have senioritis yet. Uh, I had senioritis for how many every days you're in school, and I don't know <laughs> that I've ever gotten rid of it. But so, whenever you graduate and you leave Montgomery County, where are you going, and what do you or where do you hope to go? Because you may maybe you haven't decided yet, and what do you hope to do? Either one of you can start. I would like to go to UK, okay. um, and I would like to become a uh, high school history teacher. High school, so going to kind of follow in your dad's footsteps. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to go to Murray State um, and become a vet. I was going to say when you said Murray State, I was like, I bet it has something to do with animals <laughs> because oh, yeah. they have a fantastic. Uh, program there. Well, Murray Tate, State's good school. I, I wanted to go to Murray State. Taylor's involved in FFA too, so that's something else she does is state and all of that for FFA. So Taylor, the big question is when do you sleep? I was going to say, you do a lot. <laughs> She's like, actually, I'm asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been conscious this entire time. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. That's so funny. Well, I learned a lot, right? I'm telling you. I mean, who knew there was so much to running? There's a lot to running. There is a lot. So, well, I mean, we, we're glad that you got to come on and visit with us. Uh, hopefully, maybe we'll get to get you back before the end of the season, if not after the season, kind of see how everything went. Uh, good luck to you two for sure. Drew, I hope you get to, to go to state there on your senior year. How close are you to being able to are – you, are you there or no? Um, I'm mainly just to help move the team forward and just you, you're here to you got to trip that lady from Rowan County, okay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, but again, Krista, thanks for bringing bringing them on and thanks for coming on and uh, thanks for teaching us some stuff about 
cross country. Yeah, thank so you for we, having us here. We appreciate Absolutely. you guys coming on. Again, that was a MoCo cross country coach, Krista Reeves, here with seniors Taylor Page and Drew Thompson. That was a pretty good interview. It was a great interview. Her uh, daughter was over in the corner, who also runs, but she didn't want to. She didn't want to get on the. She on didn't the, want to, but we met her getting the picture. Yeah, and I, t- I told her I said that's fine, but next year you got to get on here because you'll be a senior. <laughs> so, but anyways, it's uh, it's time that we do a little Moco Roundup, right? God, I'm so glad you went with that. <laughs> Instead of the Moco in the now. <laughs> when I listened back to that last week, you all were like, oh my God, I can't believe you went with that. It was terrible. But I, I, Moco Roundup sounds sounds pretty good. Moco Minute. So we did the pregame show with, with our the the the, do, the sports doctor. Friend of the show. Yeah, Ivan Rice. That was fun. Ivan's a great dude. That was the best part of the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, right before kickoff. One of the last things that I said was, the key for Montgomery County tonight is not to turn the ball over. They did not listen to me. They did not. First drive of the game, we're driving down, get within the red zone, fumble the ball, and it it changed it changed the momentum. Like it like it hundred percent. I don't know that they could have beat Paris. Paris is good, right? Um, they're super athletic. And they were bigger than us. Right. I mean, we had twice the size roster. Right. But their 22 guys were bigger than our 22 guys right. across the board. So it's – I think we could have made it close. And I think uh, the doctor of sports thought – and, I mean, this is a guy that knows Paris football. Yeah. He thought it was going to be closer than it ended up being. Yeah. I, I, and uh, he gave us a lot of credit at the beginning of the game going, you know, we're down this and we're down that. Well, you get to look and all those people were backups. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't down nobody. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, football had a uh, tough tough matchup. They are going to try to bounce back this week. Homecoming. So, um, but yeah, it was kind of a tough week for the boys' soccer team, too. They took They took two losses. Uh, looks like they lost to uh, Woodford County and to Bishop Brossard. Yeah, yeah, it was it was tough. So um, I mean, and you know, but you have weeks like that. So um, all you can do is you can learn from it, yeah, and move on, and hopefully have a better outcome the next the next go round. Of course, we're not in postseason play yet. So and and most of the coaches that we've had on the show, we have learned real quick. They schedule heavy on the front end to get their kids ready for the postseason. Right. So, uh, girls soccer also didn't have a great week. Uh, they took uh, they took losses this week to uh, Madison Central and Ashland Blazer. Uh, so, it was not a great week for Montgomery County sports uh, on the soccer and football field. Now, we know that our volleyball girls were in. Pigeon Forge. Mm-hmm. So um, I think they went three and two. It looks like they went three and two. They they lost to Sevier County, uh, not even Rome, Georgia, a high school out of Rome, Georgia. Uh, they beat them. They beat Dickinson, uh, Tennessee, Clarksville, Tennessee, and they lost to Pleasant Valley. So uh, they they went three and two in their tournament in the Rocky Top Classic. That's pretty cool. And then uh, before that, they lost uh, a district game to Bourbon County yeah. the day before they left. 
So again, like he said, he 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 scheduled uh, heavily well, on they, the front end. They do this intentionally. I mean, yeah. you you know you you want to put you know you look at you look at schedules sometimes and you're like, man, like why why are they scheduling these juggernaut teams? Yeah, because you want to get your team prepared for postseason play. Well, case in point, right? Uh, Frederick Douglass went to the Hall of Fame game and played a team that murdered them. I mean, it was not pretty. Um, not very pretty at all. Archbishop, I can't think of what they're... Yeah, I looked at it earlier today. But, you know, they turn around, they come back, and they play Trinity at Trinity and beat them. Perennial powerhouse. And then uh, last week, I think they, they killed Tate's Creek, and it's the only loss that Tate's Creek has. Uh, it was Archbishop Hoban. Okay, yeah, um, but but it's an honor to be able to be in a game right there. Like and of that. course, you know, we'll call him our own. They're not originally from here, but Frederick Douglass, quarterback by Mister Jack Stratman, yeah, who as a sophomore won the starting job for the defending state champions. Yeah, kind of a big deal. And the senior's still on the team. Senior's still on the team. So so um, they got game of the week this week though. Frederick Douglass versus Corbin. That's going to be that's going to be a horse fight. Yeah. Yeah, they play um, they play Boyle County at home the last uh, regular season weekend, and I'm thinking about going and watching that. Well, uh, you know, no, this is no surprise to anybody that listens. Clark County signs my checks, so they play Clark County the week they, before. The week before, yeah, and uh, I'm going for the Clark County game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Clark County versus Frederick Douglass, and then. Uh, do that now. They play Clark at home, or is it at Clark? It's at it's it's at Douglas. Okay, so they finish the season with back to back home games against two pretty good teams. I mean, Clark isn't as good as Boyle County, obviously. Yeah, uh, but they're. I mean, they're off to a three and one start. So yeah. a lot of people think that Boyle County might be the best team in the state, even the fact that they're not six A. Boyle County's got. Yeah. Usually they got stuff. They got some dudes for sure. But anyways, that's that's a little bit on our Moco roundup, and um, you know, uh, hopefully the teams will have a little bit better week this week. I know Greenup County is not going to be an easy game. They're three and one as well. Um, so I was kind of looking at their schedule. A lot of people seem to think they're probably going to, you know, beat up on us too. I just keep thinking back. Coach Caba said. Every game on the schedule is a winnable game. So, that's the way I keep looking at this. So, And, I mean, if we played all games on paper, yeah, outcomes for a lot of uh, games would look entirely different than what they end up being. Right. I, I mean, and I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but we, we have to fix our turnover issue or it doesn't matter what team we're playing. We're beating ourselves right now. Which, I mean, and no matter the sport, football, soccer, baseball, softball, even cross country, yeah. if, if you're committing errors, yeah. um, you're, you're hurting your chance to win. Yep, yep, you're right. Well, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of the Community Trust Coaches Corner, presented by From Corner to Corner Podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and we're now on Instagram. Also, remember to help us promote our Coaches Corner show, our Athlete of the Week, our community, our teams, our coaches, and our students. They deserve it. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends.
The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.